What's up, Cracking Aces listeners? You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. What's up? Hello. Just you and I. You're never the first one here. Look at you. I know. Some Jake's here. Adam Smith is here. Wow, full crew. Squad. Smitty, you're Diaz saying? just said Diaz, hey, Diaz just said yes. Uh, I'm gonna get his email address to send the uh, link to. Perfect. Perfect. Smitty, how are you? Yeah, we're we're better than we were last week, but still not 100. percent I got hives. You have hives. What's wrong with, what's yeah. wrong with you? You're always sick. I I was sick for like the first two months of this year, and and now we're going on. We gotta uh, get you. We gotta get you on some supplements. <clears throat> Full beans, Jake. Just hook me right up. Just hook it to my veins. Non-scientific studies are are proving that cool, that cool beans can and will cure all all ailments. <laughs> the problem is, Jake. I'm not convinced that you actually want to open cool beans, and that upsets me because I really want to open cool. No, beans. I, I I absolutely want to open it, but you know, it's 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 my baby now. I uh, it has to be. I want it to be. To be perfect has to be the right place, the right time. And with being sick, it has nothing to do with supplements. It has to do with you're living with three people and a dog, and everyone is sick at one specific time, and it just keeps going around and around and around. Are you taking your turmeric? My my tempurpedic? What? Your turmeric? Your uh, your fish oil? I don't need any. Your magnesium supplements? Vitamin B12. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure that helps. Probably would help, to be honest with you. I have no idea. I take it and it's just a pill and I have no idea if it works. So that's the Smitty update. Still sick. Jake, how are you? Fine. (laughs) Are you playing poker? No, I I played for like an hour leading up to this. Um, snuck in a quick session and, uh, that's it for the week. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, uh, a hundred K guaranteed at, uh, Philly live this week, Jake, if you want to come down 500, uh, buying four flights. Um, are you playing? Uh, we'll see. I'm going to try to, there's flights Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, two flights a day. And then say two Sunday, it's a nice casino too. It's right by the stadiums where where is which casino philly live philly live is that yeah. a new one? yeah it is fairly new i think like a year two years but um the competition is not uh it's nothing to write home about i know that you know who i i, I, I don't want to bash your dreams Smitty. i don't see jake tool getting out of bed to play a live 500 dollars tournament in philly i was to- i was hoping he just we weren't even gonna talk about it again and we, i could just keep going <laughs> We can just continue the conversation. Hey, I'll just sort of—it's an hour and a half drive for you guys. I don't know. I'll just throw oh, Philly's cool. Philly's yeah. great. I'm not. There's nothing wrong with Philly. <laughs> well, you know, every city has its quirks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, no, Smitty, I, I will not be going to that to that turn. Okay, Eric, you're invited. You want to come to? Uh, you want to come to the sandbox with me and me and Eric? What widespread panics? Widespread panics play. We're gonna when Mintz gets back. We're gonna because he joined the show, then ran away. We're gonna have to uh, give him one minute to talk about widespread panic because Smitty, you haven't been in the office. 
he hasn't sat down in two days. He just goes person to person talking about widespread panic, which if you're not familiar, they're a band that are popular in uh, Georgia, Mississippi, and Alabama. I mean, Nate, Nate, this sounds a lot like a few years back when somebody was a tambourine player with OAR and was just going from desk to desk. That was for content. That was for content. Uh, Was it? I didn't see any cameras around a lot of the time. Cameras were on the whole time. <laughs> like, I mean, like are, are you you're, you're going to be playing in in a month, right? With your, uh, with your band, two months, but should be, yeah. Um, oh, next oh, at Jones Beach. Oh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if I'll be playing there. Oh, okay. I might just. They, they are. Uh, they're at a pen property in uh, September. At the at the at the horse race. Yeah, I think we're going to go actually. The Who's old we? ball, the, the old ball and chain, and I. Oh, that's cute. Where Where is that? West Virginia? No, I think it's something like York because it's only oh. like 45 minutes away from us. That'd be lovely. Let me know. We'll, we'll set it up. My band and I. Yeah, hook, hook, mm. hook Smitty up with uh, some yeah. tips. We will. <laughs> that's lovely. Yeah, because it's them in 311. It's like, oh, yes, that's a pretty good yes. show. Which is, yes, yeah. 311 is awesome. <laughs> but yeah, Mincy is, is he's on, he's been on Cloud Nine, five, five shows and five nights of widespread panic. Um, at the Beacon Theater in New York. It's all he wants to talk about. So wherever he went, when he comes back, we can talk about it. But you know what we can talk about right now? Whistle Pig Whiskey. Because you know how I like to sometimes kick back after a long week and pour myself a glass of whiskey. Because why the heck not? My favorite these days is the Maple Old Fashioned. It's delicious, sweet, spicy, and the perfect twist on a classic cocktail. Actually, Kate, Barstool Kate from ZBT has a bottle of the maple old-fashioned syrup on her desk right now. I tried it. It was awesome. How do you make it? Well, I make mine with piggyback 100% rye whiskey. It's the spiciness of the rye makes the perfect cocktail mixer. And then you put in a little bit of the maple syrup, a little bit of the bitters, a little bit of the orange peel, a couple cubes, cubes of ice. I don't have the big ones. I don't know how that stuff works. So to get your own bottle, go to whistlepigwhiskey.com or go to your local retailer. Trust Smitty on this one. You want to make it. Go to whistlepigwhiskey.com, go to your local retailer, pick up a bottle, send us a picture, send Barstool Adam Smith a picture, mm. send Jake Tool a picture, whistlepigwhiskey.com. Still no Ben Mints to be found. Sad times. So I, I think I made a decision uh, this past week. To get a vasectomy? No, not yet. That's after number yes. three. After uh, number three? Yeah. Three? You can barely do one. I know. <laughs> well, they, well. By that point, if I'm not getting a vasectomy, I'll just be dead. So, same thing. By number three. Okay. So, okay. Sorry, that took me very off guard. Go on. What's the decision you made? Uh, I, I, I think that I'm going to actually go after the World Series of Poker Player of the Year for PA, which is a oh. thing that exists in two thousand <laughs> in two thousand and twenty three. Wow, that, I was like, I was, you caught me off guard there for a second. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know you didn't know how to play Raz. No, yeah, you know, right. I was like, mixed game, mixed game, general spank. Uh, I grew, I grew up, I grew up playing mixed games and horse and seven card stuff. You're going to be the online WSOP Pennsylvania Player of the Year for 2023. I, I think I'm going to try to go out, do what I need to do to win it. Which I, I didn't even realize they did that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either, really. And I think they still do, uh, but there can't be, what, a dozen people realistically going after it? I, here's, I, I have a hypothetical issue you might run into. 
if they combine player pools with every other state. Well, then that'd just be awesome regardless. I take that over just yeah. trying to go after the PA. No real update on that recently. Kind of fell to the wayside. No, but I would need two things. Money. Beforehand. Money, <laughs> a backing of some sort, and coaching. And I was going to reach out to somebody. I was going to talk to you guys privately and then possibly reach out to somebody to see if there would be an all-encompassing uh, content gain for every, every party involved. That's a very popular, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm sure it's for tournaments too, but that's a very popular coaching model these days is, is coach, coach for profit. So you, so you, you know, you sign mm-hmm. a contract um, and, you know, over a certain time length or a certain number of hands or a certain number of tournaments, you'll get basically get free coaching in exchange for whatever percent of your, of your profit. Yeah, so that that can be. So it's a really good model. I mean, it incentivizes the coaches to stay up on on everything and and try to improve you as quickly as possible. And uh, yeah. and as far as the backing, we're not talking about tens of thousands of dollars. We're talking about like five hundred to a thousand for Sunday tournaments for the most part, which I can do myself. But you know, you you blank out three weeks in a row, and the wife's just like, "Wait a second, you dropped two thousand dollars on poker last week and lost." It's like okay, like but I won 8,000 four weeks ago. Does that matter? But we don't see the correlation sometimes. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, Mincy, uh, you have a couple minutes until our friend David Diaz joins us. We thought we would do a new segment called Mincy talks about widespread panic. <laughs> it's uh Oh, internet. Oh, and after today, I got my entire fill in for the last five nights for quite some time. But uh, we had we had very, very uh, large time in the beacon. We had a huge barstool cruise Sunday night. Uh, I hyped it up to the moon, and everybody still said it was better than I hyped it. And then last night, PFT went, and uh, I've been doing this shit for a lot of years. I think I started going in, like, 06. And what happened last night at the end in the beacon was one of the most literally – special things i've ever seen they did five song encore it was almond brothers black sabbath fairies wear boots david bowie heroes at the end and like dude it was it was very special and i was very happy Mm. and it was a big time and my twitter feed can now go back to the normal poker (laughs) and sports and a lot of people were like uh yeah this is out of control but I've been waiting on that five nights uh, since uh, it got canceled twice. So I've been waiting on it for two years. Hey, uh, David Diaz, what's up, bud? Lefty. What up? A legend. Where are you driving? Uh, I'm actually in my girlfriend's car. It was, uh, I forgot that uh, the maid was coming by today. So I was just like letting her clean stuff up. That's cool. That's cool. Well, congrats on your success out at the World Series of Poker. I appreciate it. Have you been getting hit up by a lot of people since that fold? Yeah, everybody's saying how crazy the fold is or whatever, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool. You've known Ben Mintz for how long? What, uh, um, a long time. Yeah. Probably since uh, early tournament grinding days. Uh, I guess uh, the whole South Circuit thing going on back probably, what, 12 years ago or something, maybe? Oh, longer than that, man. Yeah. I mean, because you were – Dave Diaz used to live in Memphis, and I lived in – went to Ole Miss. And so we used to grind horseshoe tunica, like, way, way back in the day. Man, I was seeing you in there in, like, 05, 06. 
you know, something like that. I was thinking it was like my brother's idea or something. (laughs) I was underage, probably. How did did you get into poker originally? Uh, Just like the local bars, you know, they they have like a free, had nothing else to do, just kind of just played poker at the local, like, uh, I guess, uh, bar league, you might call it or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what do you call it these days. But it's just like drinking and playing, I guess, a like local game. And when like you start you taking it seriously, like, either free or you put up like twenty bucks or something. And then you just you liked it and you just started taking it more seriously. Yeah, then I was I was playing pool all the time, so it's like trying to find ways to like make money, and I was just like didn't have no other avenues to actually have that type of cash. So I was just kind of like just shooting shooting my shots, I guess. And it worked out. Yeah, so, David. What so the, what was it? 2011. There was a summer house in Vegas where we had like ten of us, and him and I both lived in it. And you won a bracelet that summer. Yeah, that was a serious poker house, man. I, I thought I was the worst player in the house, and I used to think I was pretty good. Yeah, nobody knows. Like it's just like people just randomly play their game. I guess I don't. I don't, I don't know. So much variance. You don't really know who, who, who who's better and what. I guess. <laughs> Might just been running bad. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I got seventy fifth in the main. I was doing good that summer, but uh, that was fun. Like when it was like you, me, wasn't that Dolan, Tyler Smith, yeah, Jacob Bazeman. Yeah, actually, with this, uh, when I was there for this main event or whatever, I was just like, damn, I'm in the casino. Just like I kind of, I missed that whole, that whole, uh, you know, being at the house vibe. I guess just kind of being able to jump in the pool and just chill or just before going to the tournament, just like getting away from the strip. Now that they have it at the strip, it's so hard to get away to do anything that it's just like, you're just kind of stuck there. So, so how long ago, so you were in Memphis, how, you were in Florida last I was keeping up with you. How long were you down in Florida grinding? And then when did you move to Houston where you are now? Uh, I was in Florida for like 10 years. And I think I've been in Houston for the last uh, maybe off and on three or four years from Florida. You made all the money in Papano Beach? I, I doubt it, but I made some money. <laughs> There's a lot of people making a lot of money, but what's the uh, what's the poker scene like in in Houston? Is it is it mo- from from what I've heard, it's a lot of private games, but I know they also have some of the clubs there private too. Private games. The games were amazing for a while, then it started getting a bit too dangerous, and people were getting robbed, and uh, there's shootings going on, and there's uh, also the, the whole cheating thing that happened at Prime. It's just like it's not not a very good place to actually try to play for a living here. But I'm not I'm not really playing poker here anymore. I'm just kind of like. Uh, Staying here, trying to figure out, I guess my next place. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I guess go grind at. I guess. What do you, what do you have in mind? Uh, I don't know. I don't like to give out details on that. <laughs> on those stuff. People just randomly follow, follow, follow suit. But just wherever PLO is, I guess. So the PLO cash is your number one game at this point. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the most game I enjoy, anyways. It it plays the biggest, also. Uh, I try to play semi big, I guess, like ten and a quarter, twenty five, fifty, or something, maybe. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. You you've had such an interesting life and career. You won a bracelet in two thousand eleven, uh, and then you come back this year and you make that historical fold. You know, under all the bright lights. Um, you want to walk us through? We can just jump right to the river. You bet <laughs> fold the river there. Was there? 
any doubt in your mind that you weren't value betting that river? That meaning that I wasn't value betting. Yeah, yeah. Like you, were you confident the whole until? uh, Yeah, until he put more money in, and I was like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought. I mean, the guy. uh, You can tell he was like an amateur, or like you know, some sometimes like played, I guess, in this um, wherever he's from. But he was. I thought he was like. um, I guess if anybody's going to shove a river, this guy was going to be the easiest guy for me to get away from. I guess at the table. Just yeah, gonna, just trying so hard to kind of like hmm. not make any mistakes and just like, but really in gen- really in general, like no nobody's really gonna like bluff race that river against me in that situation. Even like I guess like you could put like whoever high stakes whatever they're just not gonna put, they're not gonna put in more money uh, with you know like less than like king queen I guess. The board, the board for people listening, the board was king, queen, deuce, deuce, queen, and he had ace, queen. So he literally was only losing to king, queen, and kings with two hands. Yeah, and then and then obviously chop him with the other queens. But I said the same thing last week. It's like as much as it sucked to make that fold, exactly what you just said. Like Stephen Chidwick might be the only person alive who can like bluff – that river but besides like as painful as it was yeah. and you your face looked like you were just in so much pain doing it but it also looked like you knew in the moment that it had to be correct yeah i mean i just couldn't do anything about it i just thought i had to fold and basically move on and try to do whatever i can with the rest of the chips i had <laughs> and then people start blowing up your phone about how good it was well it, it was it was kind of unlucky because like I, I like a few hands before that I like flop a set and have to like check back river when you know like comes like running hard for the guys just like just just a, the events that happen just like frequently is just kind of like just kind of dumb in a way the way that you kind of just like ran out just random uh random you know like hands I'm supposed to be getting my value from anyway. You uh, you were involved in a really funny hand, right? Where uh, some guy table tab- he thought you were all in, and he flopped like bottom two. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I really don't. I, I don't know if that guy was just like angling and was like scared or something, because he just kind of like I have queen jack top pair, and I just like limp. Like I haven't done that. I think the whole tournament just randomly did it, and uh, and uh, the guy just. Uh, Flipped his hand over, I guess, on a flop or on a turn when he yeah, like it was Jack nine five flop and he had nine five and he flipped it over. I think when, I think when I it think, happened, uh, he he like check raised and you called. yeah he meant check raised the my flop which he did that a few times with like super strong hands but it was just like whatever I still have top pair I'm gonna call for a minute but right. and uh, he uh, I guess he turned his hand over on a turn or something right yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> The turn was, what, a hot or a seven or something or six? Yeah. And did a dance. Yeah, and then he just gets up. Whatever that dude and shit was. And, uh, <laughs> but when I was, like, looking at it, I was just like, did this guy just, like, was he just afraid and kind of, like, wanted to just, like, angle to just, like, protect his hand because it was, like, so deep in the tournament or something? Because the guy was kind of, like, smart enough to kind of, like, not actually do that, I thought. But I really don't know. Well, judging, judging by that dance, he didn't look smart enough to angle either. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Do you think my, the, the bright lights affected him at all? 
I have, I have no clue. My buddy, my buddy said, "Oh, that's that's your, that's your angels watching out uh, for you or something," <laughs> because I was gonna lose like almost half my stack or something probably if he, uh, you know, played it right or if I couldn't possibly be possibly fold a turn or something. Well, do you, after he flipped his hand, did you have any inkling to uh, repop him? No, I didn't, think, I didn't. I didn't think about that. Until like he actually like did it, but I was just like, nah. I'm not <laughs> I don't. I don't think you could have, right? Didn't he just shove the turn? Yeah, he went all out. Oh, yeah, yeah. But man, if you could have just peeled a queen on that turn. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> that would have been lovely. Yeah. <laughs> to, that would have been super uh, funny. <laughs> I want to ask you, Dave, because uh, you have a crazy life story. You were born in Honduras, and I, I believe if you don't mind talking about it, uh, I believe you you had cancer when you were young. Yeah, I was born in Honduras, and um, I was out playing, I guess, like in the mountains or whatever, I guess kids play at in the, when you're, like, young with my brothers and cousins or whatever, and I fell, and my arms swell up, and I had to wear, like, this cast for, like, a month or something, and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with it. They thought it was broken or something at first, but then it was just, like, it's just, like, super swollen, and they figured out a hospital, I guess, in Memphis back in those days. It's like one of the only hospitals that 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 was like for cancer in general. It was in St. Jude. Back, back in those days, because there wasn't like that many cancer hospitals for kids or just like in general. It's like they just weren't up to date. Um, and was able to, I guess, diagnose and get my arm amputated there for them to kind of like save my life. At what age? I was like four or five years old. Wow. Nice. Wow. Wait, so uh, just super fortunate. Everything just kind of happened. I've been fortunate in a lot of situations. So did wait, wait, falling and hurting your arm ended up like saving your life. Yeah, exactly. Wow. It would have it would have likely like spread because like it's coming towards like I guess once it gets here or something like you can't really like take it out, I guess, or it'd be like way harder to do it. So it's just like everything happened at uh at the right time. <laughs> I would say so you've been running good since then I've been running good <laughs> my entire life in random situations even even at this freaking poker room there was like a robbery or shooting the guy comes in there with an AR-15 or whatever an automatic weapon and I'm just like I just cashed out went to my box or something uh, put my stuff in there and it just like started walking out and the guy gets in a scuffle I thought it was just like daydreaming or something. The guy gets in a scuffle with the security and the AR goes off and I'm walking out the building. There's like a video of it. I'm like walking out the building. And if I walk left, if I walk right, all the bullets sprayed, sprayed towards where I would be walking, where I could potentially, you know, like die or get, you know, get shot. But I walk left or just like run straight forward. And I'm just like, don't get shot. But it's just like super random, you know, like you don't you can't predict where that where those bullets are gonna fly. Insane. That's is is that why that's explains why you're uh have no interest in playing. Yeah, no interest at all. It's not fun. How how good did you run during the main to end up finishing what 15th, I want to say? 13th. Uh was there any hand like day two where you had Queens versus King? There were there was a bubble hand where I doubled up twice exactly on the button. I mean exa- exactly on the bubble, where it's like a high stakes drag. It's just like barreling off every every hand and just like playing every pot. And I'm just like, all right, I guess like you know like min cashing isn't really going to change my life or just anything. So I just like I set my intentions like 
before the tournament starts, it's just like try to play to win at some sort because it's just like doesn't really matter if like I'm in cash for like my regular like poker lifestyle, I guess. And uh, one hand, he uh, he opened or something or three bet me when I had tens and I just like decided to try to call down and I just like river a set when he just like barreling off. He had like top pair and he decided to turn his like top pair with, uh, with medium kicker blocker sort of thing and shove river. And like, I just like, uh, I call, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> they had to wait for the cameras and stuff for, for him to turn his hand around. I'm like he has his hand face down. I'm like, don't really know if I have the best hand. I just like guessing, you know? And, uh, I'm trying to ask him, I was like, yo, am you know, am I good or, you know, like you have a straight or what's going on here? Because I want to know before the cameras get over here. And, uh, he doesn't say anything. just makes me sweat it out. <laughs> was his top pair above a 10? Huh? Was the board above a 10? Was, was 10 good? Did you need the set? Uh, my set was good or whatever. I revered a set. He had a king, actually, though. Okay, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. So, he had a king, and so you, yeah. oh, you hit the two. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then the same guy, I guess, that orbit goes by, and I defend, like, queen seven suited in the, in, in the big blind, and I flop, like, two pair. And I just like kind of check haul him on a flop and then turns to seven or a queen or something. I fill up and he like bets again. And I was like, I just call. And then the river, he just like bombs. And I'm just like, I guess I call again on the bubble. It's like, if you're going to bust me in this situation, it's just like, I got to go. It's like my time to bust. And it's just, uh, I really didn't understand like his, uh, I guess his approach to that, I guess either hand like that. But, I guess he was just – he's a high-stakes guy. He was just – maybe doesn't care. I don't really know. So you just know. apply max pressure. So the bubble yeah. burst, and you have a pretty big stack at this point, and you just – was it mostly smooth sailing uh, yeah. the rest of the way? Yeah, what's funny is uh, I had another hand where it, uh, I actually only had aces three times in the tournament. And I, I get a walk once and then get uh, – get uh, I have to uh, – I three bet a guy who opens, I guess, an active guy. And then I just flat a guy who four bets me because I just thought he was just going to fold, like, too frequently to just, like, let him get away with the hand. And uh, I just call. And um, and the flock comes, like, king, queen, something. And I was just like, the guy ain't played a hand all day. It's like, I know he has kings if uh, if he, you know, play, plays it any kind of, like, pretty aggressively, I feel like. And I just I end up checking, and he like bet like 300k, and I have like 1.2 million or something like that. And I'm like shit. I was like I can't put in 300k and just like have 700k or something left, and uh, you know fold the hands. So I just like folded and moved on to another hand. Wow. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah, it's funny because that did, hand. Did like, he show? I asked, I asked a few players that hand, and it was just like the cash players are just like easy fold, just muck. I was like, what, what are you talking about? And then, like, I asked the tournament players, and they're just like, never fold. <laughs> so it's like, just both scenarios, just like, who knows, you know, yeah, whatever. Tournament players just always assume they have ace-king there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. They're just not willing, I guess, to give up that equity in that hand. You never, Did you ever ask the guy what he had there? No. 
Yeah, he actually tweeted and he said he had kings. And I was like, oh, I appreciate yeah. you for four betting or else I probably would never get away from the hand. He was a nice guy, but he's just another super tight guy, you know? Yeah. What What's your biggest takeaway from, you know, this deep run in the main? So Jake here finished 34th in the oh, damn. 20, oh, yeah. 20, what, 15? 2015 man event. What was your biggest takeaway from just going so deep and like such like a prestigious, uh, like, you know, the tournament that everybody looks forward to playing and you right. know, all the actually, cameras and all of that. I actually enjoy I actually enjoyed it because I like, I don't really play tournaments anymore. So like, <clears throat> I felt better about being there and actually playing compared to like grinding a whole summer because like, if you're like breaking tournaments or whatever through the whole summer and you're like trying to extract value from like random spots, you seem to care too much about these situations where it's like just coming in fresh. It's just kind of like, if I'm wrong, I just don't care. Like I'm not like doing it for, I'm not playing grinding tournaments exactly for a living, even though I am doing it for a living. It's not really like what I'm like focusing on being wrong. You know, you know, it's just like a different feeling, I guess. It's more, uh, yeah. More, more able to just kind of like do what you want and not act like doubling up in the on the bubble and stuff like that. Like if I'm just like grinding tournaments, those situations would be like probably a little bit tougher because you like want to like min cash so bad because that's just part of like tournament strategy. You know, like you it's more valuable to just like cash and like you know try to put yourself in those situations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was there any other big takeaway, like anything feel different about going that deep in terms of, you know, getting all the support, especially after that fold, like your social media must have blown up like real big, you know, it was just everywhere. Yeah. People, uh, I guess, enjoyed the fold, I guess, and <laughs> enjoyed some of my play, but uh, yeah, I w- wanted to play more and kind of show out a little more, I guess, <laughs> try to uh, have some fun, but I'm, you know, grateful to run that deep anyway in main event, freaking 8,000 or however many people were there. Yeah. I was going to ask about the mindset stuff because it's like one of those things. It's a once-in-a-lifetime run to get that deep. Obviously, you're thrilled at that showing, but is it like you're happy with the showing or is it what might have been being that I mean, what can you do? It's just poker. It's like it's yeah. just it – was, it was fun to, like, even run that deep, but it was – I'm, like, ready to play it again, I guess, because it's like when you, when you run deep, it's just like you see, like, the way people are playing or like where the money's coming from. And it's just like, you think like the, the, the highest, like, uh, uh, I guess like the high rate player would have the most value in those tournaments, but it seems like really like some of the, like, like just like crazy grinder, uh, you know, people from random places, just like applying max pressure. is just like, they're getting all the chips in those tournaments just play differently because like people just overfold or just like aren't protecting their, their, their hand a certain way. And just like, they're just accumulating chips so much by just like being reckless, I guess. Yeah. That's how you, uh, that's how you get back 200 K on day one and bust 200 K before dinner on day two. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> Never forget. Yeah. Myself. I'll never, ever forgive myself for how I played this man. David, when did you – because I remember you used to play a lot of tournaments. I mean, your live tournament results, I went through them the other day, and, I mean, they're really, really good. When did you kind of fade away from playing live tournaments and into more cash? Uh, Probably – well, I used to get back. So, like, um, 
I want to say it, it's been probably four or five years, mm. and I always thought of just like tournaments was more like a, a I like enjoying for the competition, but like, but uh, for ac- actually just like trying to make a profit is just so hard. It's no way to make a living, especially if you're a competent cash player. Well, like I started um, going to like more music stuff or like trying to uh, do stuff on a weekend and every time there's something I wanted to do, there's a tournament going on. So like, I was just like, all right, this isn't for me anymore because like anything I want to like enjoy in my life, it's on the tournament weekend. So it's like, I just kind of like started fading away from it, I guess. You, you have no desire to, so right now you're number five on the Tennessee all-time money list. <laughs> you have no desire to pass nah. Kathy Liebert at number one. Uh, Kathy Liebert, she's, she's the boss. I'm not messing with her. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, Kathy Liebert's number one. Chris Moneymaker is number two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's you, don't a, that's de- a- you don't want to dethrone the king and queen of poker? No, nah, that stuff was fun to look at when I was actually, like, playing a bunch of tournaments. But, like, when I'm not just, like, grinding tournaments all the time, it's not really, like, uh, it's, it's just kind of funny, I guess. Yeah, I, I you could have given me 100 guesses. I would have never known Kathy Liebert was number one. Yeah, me either. On Tennessee. Yeah, she, me uh, I don't even know where she's from, like Chattanooga or something. I don't know. Let's find out. Kathy Liebert from, it says Nashville. <laughs> Nashville. Yeah. yeah, her biggest live cash, a million dollars. How the fuck did that happen? She's won a lot, right? What's, what's her, what's her uh, earnings? Six, <laughs> six 6.6 mil. Damn. I wonder how much money she has in the bank. Tweet at her, ask her. <laughs> we should get her on the show just to ask how much money she has. I, I'm so fascinated by Kathy Liebert. She should probably be a good guest. Yeah, I would love to talk to her. She's been around for too. Ever. She just final tabled uh, the seniors event at, at this last World Series. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, fifth place in the seniors event gets 186K. What? We got to get over. is massive. Yeah. It, 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 wow. I'm almost 40. I'm going to be in that thing. I'm going to be in that thing before y'all know it. <laughs> how, how old do you have to be to play it? 50? 50. Do oh. all you got all you guys play poker too? Yeah. Randomly play? I know I've seen Jake play it before. Jake's the real poker. Jake, Jake's player. a pro. We all play, but work, you know, work for Barstool. Yeah. I I'm, all, I'm, I'm washed up these days, Diaz. It's no good. Makes, makes two of us. <laughs> you can't claim to be washed <laughs> up. You have to you have to pretend to be good for the for the next like right. few months until people forget. Yeah, it's a persona. You got to keep it. <laughs> so, so you're done. So now that the series is done, you're just playing cash and enjoying your summer. I mean, life's got to be a little more laid back after that score. I would yeah, think, it's a lot right? more, a lot more chill. Gonna hit up a few music festivals to party and try to find some cash games to to land in. That's about how, it. How do you feel about widespread panic? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I heard of it. I heard Mystery. What are you into? That's all Mintz talks about. Yeah, that's just the last five days because I went to him last five. What, what show, what are you into? Electronic? What, do, what kind of music you listen to? Yeah, mostly electronic, house music, techno music, just random, like groovy music too. Like just whatever the DJ plays, I guess, that can get the crowd going. Well, we hope to see you out of stop. Uh, I know Mintz is going to Cherokee. I'm looking at a Florida stop when it gets cold. 
Um, that's why I mentioned Pompano Beach. I was scrolling your hand and mob. It looked like you had a couple good scores at the uh, Pompano Beach Casino. So I, I think yeah. I'm going to hit a couple of those up. Smitty's playing a $500 in Philly this weekend if you want to go join him. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you, do you go – do you – like being in Houston, do you still go to the Oklahoma, the big big stops, or is that not worth it to you anymore? I don't do I don't do anything. I barely play the tournaments. I'll play the tournaments if they, they're here. Um, that's about it. I have to really get motivated. I have a uh, I have a dog, two dogs, have a girlfriend, just like random random stuff. Yeah, I mean, I really... yeah, not it, that's kind of like the way to do it. Like you got this big score, then you just you're more comfortable. But it's just like back to back to the nine to five, back to the grind. Yeah, I mean, I might go. I might. I might go to an extra stop or two but um if I, I don't have anything in my radar right now any place you want to travel to like europe or something um uh, yeah barcelona i love barcelona i went there a few years ago for poker but um it seems like all their tournaments they have are huge so like i was just i didn't i couldn't even tell which one was the main event the way they have it uh uh um i guess put it out it's like 25k 5k 10k but it doesn't show like main event you know like which one is actually the uh the one to play i guess that's what florida does too it seems like jake what's oh, yeah. the thing they do like the four tart big four or whatever they do yeah they, they have used, like four but to. like there's one main event i think there's like 3500 or 5k uh, yeah i think it's now five i think it's now 5k um yeah but yeah, I mean, for for a couple of years they did the like the the big four where they all the final tables were televised on the same day. Yeah, but I think they stopped. I think they stopped that. That's weird. Yeah, final table one of those I think twenty two hundred yeah. something. Yeah, but, uh, the whole the whole reentry thing kind of takes the takes the uh, the whole enjoyment out of tournaments for me because like when you knock somebody out and you just like come back see again they win it anyway or something like. <laughs> yeah. I just want like. I just want to knock somebody out and just move on with the day. Yeah. I mean, I love that 3K freeze out that they ran. Like, you don't, I didn't notice how much reentry affects it until you play a freeze out and you're like, whoa, people drop really quick. Yeah, I think it's whoa. like just a different strategy or something. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's just different. Like, like your tournament value goes up more and just like busting just like you can't win <laughs> <laughs> that's why i shouldn't have played jacks like that but um yeah you got anything else um we just really wanted to talk to you i thought that fold was awesome i, I know you probably don't want your whole like career to be just that fold it was just really cool um just to watch i mean, i'll take it whatever <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take the fold if i'm just gonna bust out 13th I'll, I'll take the little bit of the glamour to fold compared to uh if I'm not gonna actually like make the final table, I'll take a little bit of credit. How many were how many were left when you folded? Uh, I think there were uh, fifteen. So I made like a, a 120k pay jump or something from it. Yeah, 120k fold. That's that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take it. Hell yeah! That's sick. I also want to say thanks for sharing some of your life story. Like, I uh, just love the attitude. Like what you went through when you were young. Like. You know, it's like you can look at stuff two ways, like saying you're lucky or unlucky, but like, you know, you got the right attitude knowing you were lucky with what happened as opposed to. Yeah, you know, I've been super, like, super, super fortunate in, in, in all the situations in my life. And, yeah. And great form. <laughs> well, appreciate you coming on and uh, hopefully we see you on a stop. We'll all introduce ourselves and uh, yeah, appreciate you, man. All right. Y'all take it easy. All right. See ya. Later. See ya. Lefty, the legend.
the ledge. That interview was brought to you by our friends at 3G, Ben Mintz's favorite product in the whole wide world. When he goes to the Beacon Theater for the 10th time this week to see Widespread Panic, he will bring 3G with him. We, Whether you live in a state where marijuana is legal or not, 3G now offers federally legal dispensary grade Delta 9 TAC products that deliver straight to your door. In case you didn't know, Delta 9 is the active ingredient in marijuana that gets you high. And that means 3G is now selling the same edibles you get from the dispensary, but at a lower price and they deliver to your door. How's this possible? Motherfucking science. 3G uses Delta 9 from hemp, which is the exact same as taking it from marijuana, except it makes their products federally Adam Smith legal. Get 5% off all 3G's premium THC products, but going to 3G.com. That's the number three, chi.com and use promo code stool five five is in the number of times ben mintz has mentioned widespread panic in the last five minutes to get five percent off your order again go to the number three chi.com use promo code stool five you get five percent off your order you must be 21 or older to purchase move over delta eight it's time for delta nine to shine no more shows mints i actually feel like now you're in like a morning period like what do i do with no that? no we're all right man uh you know I'm, I'm going to fish jones beach in an hour so we're, we're gonna be all right <laughs> <You> don't quit <laughs> no no this is uh, the, 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 i'm doing the, the, this is the end but the, the day like the, we late summer sports is slow you know we had the college world series world series of poker you know, you they, you see the barstool office is way slower right now than any other time of year. What? This is time to rock and roll, boys. So, wait, Jake, uh, you're not going. Three, it's two fifty. I'm two fifty right now. I'm on the three fifty one pro L R R Jones Beach. I've never been to Jones Beach. I'm stoked. I haven't either. Yeah, I've heard. I heard it's fun. Oh, Jake, I thought you were going to go to fish. Yeah, I thought it was tomorrow. Uh, yeah, there's two. There's today and tomorrow. Uh. Sorry, tomorrow, I I, yeah, I my friends turn. are trying to talk me into tomorrow, but I'm just committed to that. I kind of want to go just to do drugs. <laughs> I would go, but I have this. Those beaches on the I water. It's supposedly beautiful. It's it's on Long Island. It's like a stadium. There's no floor, but it's on the wall. I don't know. I'm Took excited. Smitty on a date there. We saw OAR and Train. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that would be fun too. Hey, soul sister. Da, 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 da. Dude, we were we, we we were like kind of talking trash on Train being like why is oar like opening for train like who the fuck is train then we're just listening to him just like every song is a hit yeah every single one it's like 20 train songs they're just fucking hits yeah train look at their <laughs> songography whatever it's called like they just have banger after banger. Yeah. them and goo goo dolls have more hits than you even realize yeah i saw goo goo dolls in high school i had, yeah they have a lot I, of them I would love to see Goo. I think Goo Goo Dolls are like one of the Red Hot Chili Peppers I've never seen. They're at MetLife, Mints. Are you going to go to that? I yeah, August that. 17th. Uh, it's on the list, but it's not a commitment. Oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. yeah. I would love to They're go playing to MetLife, yeah. I, fellas trip to MetLife? I would go. Look, I'm not – I ain't saying no. Game time app? Uh, Once the football, football hits, you know, there ain't no more show. You know, football is going to be seven days a week, so – well, every day but Tuesday and Wednesday. I can't. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for football. I'm, I'm ready for it. Camp open today. Smil- Smitty Eagles. Go birds. JJ Brown. Yeah, God. Hey, hey let's or- get uh, let's all get behind Carson Wentz and let's hope that he has a uh, adequate football season. 
down there. We're, we're going to win the division. Like Jalen Hurts is bad at quarterback and the Cowboys have only gotten worse. I mean, I think Dak is great, but they've only gotten worse. Washington's going to win the division. Mm-hmm. I, I mark it. Mark it. Take a bet on it. You see, I love it because you hate it so much. You have no choice but to believe it. I, but I, I'm actually convinced yourself because that's the only way you can survive this football season. No, but we're actually like a good team this year. Mm-hmm. And Wentz is good. You guys yeah. are just haters. You guys just don't like him. He's actually mm-hmm. good though. Okay. The Saints are going to stink. Sorry, Mince. Oh, yeah. oh, come on. Defense is going to be really good. Honey Badger, dude. You got Badger, Cam Jordan, Demario Davis leading the D. Honey Badger, eight team in eight years. Their over-under is only seven and a half. It's so low. And I know seven that, and a half. The key is going to – the win. you know, no Alvin Kamara is going to be really rough the first four or six weeks. But it's going to come down to the receiving core now that they got Alave and Landry and hopefully Mike Thomas back is going to have to step up. Yeah, what, about, what, about, what about no SP? About who? SP. Sean Payton? Oh, sure. That's going to be tough. That yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing positive about Sean Payton leaving, but Our, I, I think hey, the part will still be good. I noticed one position you did not bring up, maybe the most important position in all of sports. Quarterback? Yeah. I like Jameis more than most. I mean, I don't think he's great, but I think he'd be solid. Do, okay. I'm not even saying – I'm not saying this to be mean or because you're a Saints fan. Yes or no, is Jameis Winston a Super Bowl-winning caliber quarterback? Probably not, but I think yeah. you can have a winning – I think competing for a wild card and winning nine or ten and being in the divisions in play. That's. A, I mean, do you think the division's going to be winnable? It, it depends. Things really need to go south for the Bucks, but the Falcons and Panthers both stink. So it's kind of yeah, like Panthers, if Brady yeah. breaks down, or Tampa gets a lot of injuries, or the Saints always beat the Bucks. They're like eight and one in the last nine. So if they keep winning the head to head, you got a chance. Yeah, I guess that is like the softest of uh, like Falcons and Panthers. You know, I think whatever. the AFC South is really soft, soft too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just super excited. Maybe we should just become a football podcast. I'm super excited for football. Yeah, like, I'm more fired up for football this year than I've been in a very long time. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we got to fit in. And, and, and Jake's beloved uh, Patriots. Just what, another Super Bowl this year? Is that Super Bowl or bust, Jake? Yeah, that's what it is. That's what the standard is now. So, like, I, I you know, I kind of end up losing interest if they're, like, you know, six and six or something. Two-thirds of the way through the season. I mean, last year was the most annoying year watching football. The Pats end up going 10-7. and seven, But based on just you annoying Patriots fans, you would think that they went 0-17. It was like the worst season. Well, I mean, it, it, I think they had the one seed at some point late in the season. And then they, I, I forget, maybe they went 2-2 two and two or like 1-3 and three in their last four. And they blew it. Um. But nobody ever thought that they were that good. But even when they were the ones, you know, they you had to be them. happy with Mac Jones year one. I mean, after oh, yeah. Cam Newton had the seven and nine year or whatever, and I mean, Mac for a rookie looked really good. You know, yeah. I mean, he's 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 no joke. He's the real deal. The problem is, you have Josh Allen that's going to be haunting you for the next decade, and Miami's like pretty good. They, yeah, no, it's a, it's a tough division for sure. Yeah, it was. Damn, I think that, that, I think that might be good for them though. The playoff game was very damning and how bad. I mean, that was embarrassing. What happened in that well, moment? That was, like, that that's was very deflating to get beat like that, you know? 
Yeah, just yeah. stomped on. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got exposed big time. Let's do early Super Bowl picks. Mincy, start. I gotta say. <laughs> you could come back to me. Let me think on it. Smitty. Uh I mean, not the Rams, not the Bucks. Chiefs? Not the Chiefs. Bills? Bills. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd say Bills it's their year and Trying to think of someone like kind of under the radar that isn't the Cowboys. I think it's me, Rams, Bills. That they're playing week one Thursday yeah. night opener. And dude, how about this? The Bills are a road favorite in LA after the Rams won the Super Bowl. Bills are one and a half point favorite. That is wild. wild. That's wild, isn't it? I would not have expected that. Yeah, B- Bills have a huge Vegas power rating. I mean, very, very strong. They're all there. Yeah, I mean, Ram, I, like, uh, I really don't like anybody in the NFC. <laughs> no, it's weird because Green Bay, yeah, it's tough. Because, yeah, I was like, yeah, Green, Bay. Green, Green Bay chokes hey. nobody out of the East. I well, mean, Bucks, well, Bucks have maybe? a new coach. I don't believe in Todd Cardinals Bowles. are that sneaky team. Yeah, I guess the, the maybe one that, the, the, one maybe I'm the 49ers. Is, yeah, I was going to say, if Trey, no, it's all if Trey Lance steps forward. Yeah. But if he does, they're freaking awesome. I and mean, if he's good. Oh, they're, they're unstoppable. If he is like. Yeah. Somewhat of what they think he's going to be. Yeah, Cal I mean, Shanahan's that, running offense could yeah. be. Uh, yeah, that they'd be fun if if Trey Lance is good. They'd be very fun to watch. I mean, they still won ten games last year, but Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, they almost made the Super Bowl, and Garoppolo did nothing in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At the Cardinals all. have it all if they can put it together. They don't have a head coach, but they have everything on the field. I mean, it sucks to say, but the Cowboys might win the NFC this year. Nope, nope. I I, I don't think they will, but they might. I will I will bet any amount that they want. Their defense improved a ton last I'll name year. my first point yeah, guard. State boy Micah Parsons, freaking monster. I, I just yeah, I mean he's the best player in the NFL, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's unreal. I, I have a great tweet from draft night where I said, I really hope the Cowboys don't get him, and then they took him. Mm. Well, what episode is this, Mince? You gotta get on a train. 143. Oh, I think you're a few off. I think. 147. Damn. Yeah. We did a bunch in Vegas. Hey, shout out to us. We didn't take July 4th week off. We did two episodes instead of zero. Shout out to us. Um, if you would like to sponsor us, hit us up. If you'd like to buy some merch, go to the store. If you would like to subscribe, rate, review, go to iTunes. Also, whatever whatever the over-under is for Jacksonville, take the over. It's pretty high. It's like six and a half or seven. Yeah, take the over. I, I think, think it'll be good. Class. I like Doug Peterson and Lawrence. Yeah. Nate, once again, what's the iTunes link thing? Because there's two, you were uh, saying? Yeah, we're still getting boned by that. They can't figure it out. Basically, when we had the old podcast before Barstool made an official Barstool, there was a feed, and then Barstool made a feed, and they can't get rid of the old feed. So if you're subscribed to the new one, uh, if you're subscribed to the old one, if you can subscribe to the new one, because we just end up twice in the rankings on iTunes instead of everybody like all in one. So we can never get like to the top of iTunes because we're like split in half with subscribers, which is kind of annoying, but we appreciate people who listen nonetheless. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, Mints have a fun time at the show. Enjoyed it. Enjoy your life, Ben Mints. Yeah. Was Mincy, oh, I do. Summer, summer <laughs> Mincy never ends, baby. Smitty, I hope you feel better. Anything inspirational to take us home with? Uh, No free ads, but Benadryl works. Yes, it does. It definitely does. (laughs) It does.